0: Thursday you know what that means welcome to match wrestling this is your captain speaking he is El Jefe Moses Marquez and we are one week away from AEW smashing Wembley and Vince's gatekeepers crying about it
1: Wembley god I can't wait coming up in the next 90 minutes Jey Uso is out deuces more backstage drama from CM Punk newly claimed by the TSK CS Punk and trust me we'll get into that in just a bit Where did it all go wrong for Lacey Evans? It was probably her
0: own goddamn self.
1: Plus, a gigantic huge announcement from Dad about the Max Wrestling Tag Team Championships.
0: Hell yeah. But before we do a damn thing, make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube, follow us on SoundCloud and Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find Max Wrestling, and all your Max Wrestling needs are available at maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com.
1: All right, so let's get into the recap so we can talk that smack. The cap is ready for a Friday night three-way.
0: All right, and we do have a freeway this week. Kicking off on Impact, ABC defeated Sammy Callahan and Rich Swan in the first round of the Tag Team Number 1 Contenders Tournament. They will take on the Rascals next week. Courtney Rush and Jessica, formerly known as Rosemary and Havoc, try to convince Santino to add them to the Knockouts Tag Match at Emergence with the Coven, but they don't really have to because Masha Slamovich and Killer Kelly interrupt to say they'll take them all on anyways
1: all
0: uh, Courtney and Jessica got this really cool thing where they like huddle, and then it switches to a different camera angle and it's looking up at them uh, when See, they try and right. work something out.
1: I'm telling you, I got I to gotta watch more Impact, man, I'm telling you. Especially for um, Dirty Dango.
0: Dirty Dango's also got this cool thing going on. So before, I I think it's this regular thing, like I said, I've only been watching a few weeks again, but at the start of the match he just got on the mic and went, God, I hate professional wrestling. And then, <laughs> and then the match starts. <laughs> Um, Dirty Dango defeated Bupinder gujar Thanks to Alpha Bravo Shining a flashlight in his eyes After the match, Dango reminded everyone He hates pro wrestling Triggering, triggering a response from Jake Something Who ran them out of the ring uh, In a pre-taped promo Dina addressed Eric Young's return from the dead And all the mm-hmm. betrayals he suffered in the design But is now certain that Khan Will not betray him
1: Kidnap myself
0: uh, despite interference from Eddie Edwards, which Frankie Kazarian paid him back for, Jody Threat defeated Alicia Edwards, but after the match, Edwards accidentally struck Alicia with a candlestick behind him as he swung it at Eddie. Mm.
1: Yeah,
0: sorry, Kazarian accidentally struck Alicia. Duh. Um, and I, don't know if, I don't know if I, you probably haven't seen it, but this match was right up your alley. Kushida defeated Mike Bailey Ooh. in a just slap each other around match.
1: Oh, see, well, see, thats the thing with Mike Bailey; he's awesome. <laughs> Nobody gives Mike Bailey a shot. I gotta go see. This one. what I'm telling you. I gotta watch Impact.
0: Yeah, this is a damn good match. Um, backstage, in an interview with Tom, Crazy Steve tells him he feels abandoned by Courtney, Jessica, and Black Tarus, uh, and then, of course talks about his struggles as a blind wrestler, which is uh, incredible. Um, mm-hmm. Part two of the interview is coming next week, I think. Awesome! Um, I can't wait. Following Kenny King claiming the digital media title, Yuya convinces Joe Hendry they should go after the tag team titles. Joe Hendry. Loving the more I see of Joe Hendry. He's the man. Uh, and Bully Club, I'm still petitioning that should be their official name. Bully okay, Club yeah. defeated Black Tarus and Laredo Kid two-on-one after Leo Rush attacked Samurai Del Sol before the match. Um, but during the match, PCO returned and chased Bully out of the building. It was really weird because they're in this like studio. But then when they get outside, it's like this back alley and there's loads of houses around. <laughs> this studio is really not remote. It's literally in the middle of a neighborhood somewhere.
1: That fucking sounds like that. Uh, what fucking stadium did uh, did Beer say that one was? Was that Brentford's? No, that's not oh, Brentford's.
0: Um, oh, who, uh, who is it?
1: There is a Premier League team out there that their fucking stadium is literally in the middle of a housing complex. And it's hilarious because like I've... If, it was. I think it was the one that Beard sent me It's this guy who's going to the game And they were literally passing people's houses I was like you know how fucking mad that would be They would just come out fucking pissed drunk You know what I mean Like oh fuck I guess we lost <laughs> Or fucking everybody's cheering Like oh shit we're not getting any sleep tonight Like that's gotta suck Being right fucking there
0: Yeah it's, I, a, it's Luton Town
1: Luton Town okay Oh my goodness One of
0: the entrances is literally a house It's a house it's um, fantastic. Th- this must have been weird For the-, the surrounding neighborhood Because when Bully Ray got into a car To get away from PCO PCO was just yelling bully down the street
1: <laughs> Could you imagine that He's <laughs> was just like coming out Who the fuck is that giant bastard
0: There's this fuck- weird Frankenstein looking dude Out in the street yelling bully
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did we call the cops or grab the camera I don't know
0: I actually only just found out this week PCO uh, stands for Perfect Creation 1, because obviously he's got this Frankenstein gimmick.
1: I, right over my head. It's right? also
0: his actual initials, but that's his say, gimmick name.
1: That's what I was <laughs> playing it off. I was like, I swear to God, Pierre, Pierre Caroulette. But hey, fuck it. That's, that's You know what? That's badass. That's cool. cause that is cool.
0: The Canadian Frankenstein.
1: Love it.
0: Uh, moving on to SmackDown. Oscar and Charlotte Flair open the show, but as damage controls surround the ring, and Eo Sky attacks them both it's a no contest shucks thankfully though that means charlotte didn't win um Woo. backstage Rey mysterio finds santos escobar has been attacked and he's checked over by the trainers this carries on throughout the night with some shenanigans between scarlet and Michin. she needs to make a mind up what fucking name is too
1: please um
0: hj styles defeated carrying cross because of course carrying cross loses um, backstage again, Austin Theory makes fun of Escobar's injury, which Rey Mysterio takes offense to until Kenny Dykstra, pop, comes between yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, after heaps of praise, Sheamus agrees to wrestle Edge for the first time ever next week in Calgary in what will be Edge's 25th anniversary in WWE, which many suspect will be Edge's retirement match.
1: Okay.
0: Kind of kind of well, weird that it's on a, like a random episode of SmackDown well, just because it happens that, to be in Canada. Not only that, but fucking Sheamus. Yeah, just because he's never wrestled him before. I Hey, okay. Um, I mean, I was hoping he'd make it to at least a pay-per-view. Maybe not SummerSlam, because obviously right. it's already been, but...
1: Why not, uh, you know okay. what, and, and this is this, maybe this is a little crazy, why not wrestle one of the Viking Raiders, you know what I'm saying? You're going to retire, you were a Viking, a Viking, come on!
0: <laughs> he was a blood Viking.
1: Hey, well,
0: then there you go, there's more of the reason. Um, making a full year on SmackDown, hit row have been anything but hits. LA Knight gets a win over Top Dollar.
1: Dude, they brought him back to fucking lose. This is ridiculous.
0: And and Ellen uh, just been bodying all of them.
1: <laughs> Good, he's... keep pushing, LNA.
0: I, I mean, it just proves that the secret ingredient in Hit Row's success was, of course, Swerve Strickland.
1: Shocker, considering the fact that he's doing the same thing with a bunch of people nobody knew about.
0: Yeah. Right now in AEW. I don't. Well, Top Dollar has not recovered since that over the top rope incident. But anyway. Oh. Which nope. Michael Cole has never let him forget. Had a boy, Michael Cole. Um, backstage again. Adam Pearce says Escobar is technically cleared to compete, but allows him to go ahead on his own decision. He did this with um.
1: I'm like, are, are you a do doctor? It last
0: week, he did it with somebody last week, and he was like, "Okay, you're technically cleared, but if you're telling me you're good to go, I'll let you go. are they are they cleared or not, Pearce? <laughs> Wait a minute, what? What the fuck? We got a doctor for? <laughs> what the fuck he says you can't <laughs> wrestle but do you want to wrestle
1: <laughs> no he says you're cleared but do you want to wrestle like okay so then i'm cleared so that i'm wrestling yeah but do you wanna i'm fucking here aren't i like what the adam pierce Science. you know go back to go back to NDABA, bro. maybe you'll learn relearn some shit about your brain and how it works
0: yeah and as time went on obviously he shouldn't have let him go because Austin Fury attacked Escobar during the entrance, doing more damage to his knee. But unfortunately Sucks. for Fury, Adam Pearce sends out Rey Mysterio as a replacement, and Fury's reign is finally over as Rey Mysterio claims his third U.S. championship. Woo! Good for um, yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. And to close the show, the Fast and Furious of WWE continues with the Bloodline saga. Mm-hmm. Jimmy explains he cost Jay to match at SummerSlam to stop him becoming like Roman. Jay's having none of it as Jay, as Jimmy leaves the ring. Jay attacks Roman and Solo as Jay calls Remy, Jimmy back to ringside. Jimmy expects to hug his twin, but Jay responds with another super kick and leaves everybody laying while he leaves for the crowd, announcing he's out of the bloodline, out of SmackDown, and out of WWE.
1: Oh, my God. The fucking speculations were going bananas.
0: Yeah, he's literally, everybody, AW. he's going AEW.
1: There were so many posts, so many people combating. This is exactly why he's not. There's people getting YouTube famous right now because they made a fucking video that said, this is why Jey Uso's not going to AEW.
0: I could tell you why. It's a storyline.
1: It, hey. <laughs> we have been had going on for two
0: years. Keep up. Jesus Christ. Um, obviously, we were a little disappointed with the ending of SummerSlam. Not because Jay lost, just because it was another fucking random ass junction turn in this storyline with Jimmy turning on him. Exactly. Um, I think it, it the well. <laughs> they saved it pretty well I think they managed to pull it back A little bit with this segment um, Roman was a little cartoony in the back Just laughing at everything that was going on so. Jimmy had a decent explanation And Jay just looked like an absolute monster Coming out of this segment
1: Oh god Build him for nothing Fantastic
0: so when, when Jay comes back though He's going he's to be a Like top star
1: I hope so, and I hope they do something with him. I hope they do something with this fucking storyline, because this shit's fucking stale as balls.
0: Well, no, neither of the Bloodline members are planned for SmackDown tomorrow. There ain't going to be no Usos, no Roman, no Solo, nobody.
1: Oh, thank God. Might be an enjoyable show.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love how we've all gone from this storyline. It is amazing. It's the best thing WWE done in years to, I'm um, over it now.
1: Well, yeah, because like I said, you're we're, you're beating a dead horse. You've jumped mm. the shark, and then now Fonz Raley is all of a sudden eighty five years old doing it for the forty fifth time. Like, what the fuck are we doing, bud? What are we doing?
0: <laughs> oh, and like I said before, they've had three opportunities to close this story, and they ain't taken any of them
1: because obviously oh, we sir. all know it's
0: going to end with Mania, Cody, and Roman.
1: Yeah. So we did, again, we did all of this shit for nothing. Yeah. Built up a shit ton of people for nothing.
0: But, but at least you. it's made Jay a star.
1: Hey, there you go. One good thing came out of it.
0: Yeah, I don't really want Uso versus Uso at Mania, but apparently that's what everybody wants, and that's where we're going. So. I don't know who We'll see how it goes. goes. Right? But I could give a shit.
1: I mean, like, <laughs> do I think they need to have a match? Sure, but it doesn't even have to be a Mania.
0: No, and it shouldn't be a blood feud either. It's just like, hey, let's finally face each other. Cool.
1: I don't think they've ever gone one-on-one against each other, so...
0: They they may have done in, like, a tournament-type scenario, but, I mean, obviously, they've always been a tag team. There you go. Uh, so let's move on to AEW on Rampage. To open the show, Darby Allin defeated Brian Cage, somehow but was attacked by Luchasaurus after the match while Christian Cage watched backstage. Mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy defended the international title against Johnny TV. Still don't know what the point was in bringing him into AEW, um, <laughs> despite an attempted distraction from Harley Cameron and attempted interference from QTV. Orange Cassidy did the really cool thing where he just switched places with a referee and they all got caught out and ejected from ringside. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> after the match, Wheeler Yuda challenged his former mentor for the title next week. Um, short and sweet, Aussie Open defeated the ironically named Outrunners before accepting the challenge from Adam Cole and MJF for All In Zero Hour, baby. And, of course, in the main event, Soraya defeated Sky Blue to advance into the women's four-way at All In. It'll be her first match on home turf in almost eight years. Good goddamn. Good for her. Hell yeah. So, uh, with that covered, let's keep it with AEW, but switch nights to Saturday nights, all right, for fighting. Let's take a look at Collision.
1: Collision opens up with Ricky Starks and Skiavon as a result of Ricky Starks' attack on Ricky Steamboat. I mean, goddamn Ricky's this evening. (laughs) He is suspended for 30 days. And of course, just like everybody ever does, when you get in trouble, you blame somebody else. And he blames CM Punk. And hell, you know what? I blame him, too. The everybody, else to, everybody else does. Everybody else does. The acclaimed return to action and defeat the Iron Savages, and they say their goodbyes to Billy Gunn. Speaking of the guns, the Bullet Club Gold, the Bang Bang Gang, are interviewed backstage and fire shots at the Elite as the Ass Boys challenge the Young Bucks to a match on Dynamite. The randomly popped-up Mercedes Martinez teams with Diamante as they defeated the team of the TBS champion Chris Statlander and Willow Nightingale, probably setting up something against maybe Diamante and uh, Chris Statlander. That might be fun. Cody mm-hmm. Storm is interviewed, and she puts all of her faith in Saray at All In and says that they will be in the same match. Then we got, uh, let's see. Oh, Samoa Joseph squashes Aaron Everett and again calls out CM Punk, demanding that he accepts his challenge. For all in. I, I think it's for the quote-unquote wheel world title. I don't know. All I know is I'm down to see it. Yeah. After some back and forth shots, Luchasaurus beats Brock Anderson to retain the the uh, the TNT title. But Darby Allen returns and attacks him after the match, challenging Christian for a match next week. So it's so still fucking confused. Who's a goddamn champ? Is it fucking Luchasaurus or is it Christian? I don't know. I don't care. Powerhouse Hobbs calls out Miro. Yes, fucking please. Who walks into a trap set by Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado? You know, giant guy, not so little guy. And in the main event, the House of Blacks su- successfully defend their trio's titles against CMFTR when CM when Samoa Joe yanks punks over the barricade and chokes him the fuck out. Thank God for that. I mean, did I honestly did think that this was a time that they're gonna lose the belts. And yeah. uh, whew, it was one of those ones where we got lucky in the end. we we got lucky.
0: Yeah. Keep them on House of Black. And obviously, the, there's no denying now we're getting Joe Punk f- uh, 5 at All, right. all In. Sure. I, again, I, I'm
1: down for it. I'm down for Miro and Hobbs that they're pushing for All In. If they're pushing it for All In, if not, do it for All Out. And I, mean, I think it it's five for five All Out. Later. Okay. Smart.
0: They've, they've been randomly something. talking about Hobbs having to match it All Out. Okay. It's like the yeah. only match that they're talking about for All Out.
1: Hey, you know what, we, we we complain about the E, or actually, pause myself, the E defenders come to their fucking defense when they're, you know, a week away from a show and they're building a card last minute, I don't understand why everybody's getting all fucking pissed off when he when fucking TK's doing it, calm down, calm down.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't really understand why they've gone, like, back-to-back weeks on pay-per-views, but fuck it. Um.
1: As far as I know, according to Uncle Dave, this was about the only time he can get Wembley and um, he wanted to maintain the tradition of being in Chicago for All Out. Yeah. So it's like I it think, makes sense, but it's uh, like at the same time. Well, then maybe push Wimbley show. There's do you have? I mean, I don't know. Then again, it, we are in the middle of, a, of the fucking Premier League season. Soccer is going. Our f- football is happening all over the world right now. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's now or never, bub.
0: Yeah, they probably. Th- I mean. All Out's always in Chicago, so they probably secured that first anyway. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, holy shit, we're actually going to get Wembley. Let's book it.
1: Yep, might as well book the shit out of it.
0: But we also got this cool thing on where All In leads into All Out. That's so true. So it, it's no surprise, really, that we are not, we don't have a match lineup for All Out yet when it's probably going to be the aftermath of All In.
1: Which could be awesome in its own right if you really sit down and think about it. So. Yeah. Again, like, like y'all tell us with the old man, and I'm going to tell y'all with TK, give him some time, okay? Y'all didn't hear about the 80-something pounds of cocaine that got fucking took it. okay? The man's down on supply. That's why he's got his glasses on while he was yelling at the fucking guys. Okay? There's
0: also only one show to build matches in between All In and All Out because, obviously, right. Collision's going to be the night before. Rampage is going to be two nights before, so we only got Dynamite. That's oh, wait, it, no, yeah. Rampage.
1: That's it, It's yeah, All Out on
0: a Saturday or a Sunday?
1: Uh, I think it's on a uh, Saturday. I want to say
0: Saturday. Yeah, no, maybe so have been got... doing all
1: of them on Sunday. I think.
0: Yeah, All In's definitely on Sunday, but I'm pretty sure All Out's on a Saturday. I mean, if it is, then that means if no it is collision. on a Sunday, then we got all the shows beforehand. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But it's 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 interesting to see how it goes. But yeah, I I I'm a thousand. I think there's going to be a hell of a lot of aftermath that's going to lead directly into All Out, and uh, yeah. it's. It, Preferably all for the good We're going to throw in some cool shit too Again, Miro and Hobbs is a fucking must Build the shit out of both of them Hell Yeah. <sighs> anyway, alright Let's get ready to have Cap take one for the team As he has to go in raw Because, you know, it is, it must be Monday
0: For a three-hour show, I really don't have that many bullet points for this one. It's like a regular paragraph. But anyway, um, as the Judgment Day, minus Finn Balor, address their recent struggles, JD McDonough interrupts with a message from Balor. But Sami Zayn also interrupts and begins brawling with JD, leading to a match which Zayn wins with a haluba kick. Backstage, Piper Niven attacks Katana Chance and names herself Chelsea Green's new partner and tag team champion. Just like, that. just like that. What a way to win a title. Glorious. did <laughs> um, break a
1: sweat.
0: Chelsea Green tried to. She didn't know about it beforehand either. She was just like, "Well, I was. I mean, I was going to hold auditions." And Piper's like, "No, I'm your new partner." That's, okay. All like, right.
1: <laughs> Spot on.
0: <laughs> um, after a back and forth promo between Imperium and Alpha Academy, Chad Gable defeated Giovanni Vinci, who just seems to be fodder for Imperium. He's the one that loses yeah, yeah. all the matches. That's okay. Um, Unsurprisingly, Gunther goes nuts and challenges Otis to a match, which, despite a little chop battle, Gunther wins easily, but receives a sneaky German suplex from Chad Gable after the match. Mm -hmm. Um, After defeating the Viking Raiders, Riddle and McIntyre, the Glass (laughs) Bros, accept a challenge from the riverboat steel chair wielding New Day next week. I love how New Day just have these very subtle pop culture references.
1: The greatest. They're the best. <laughs>
0: um, in a non-title match, Rhea Ripley defeated Indy Hartwell in three minutes. Well, at least she had a match. Right. But uh, after the match, Candice LeRae attacked Ripley, and the two best friends run the women's champion out of the ring.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Uh, this segment was great. Heel Shinsuke was interviewed by Michael Cole and responded to all questions in Japanese.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was um, glorious. <laughs>
0: Heal Shinsuke, they got it right this time. They learned from Oscar. Yeah, just let him speak Japanese. That's it, baby. Seth Rollins interrupts and confronted Nakamura. They shake hands, but Nakamura whispered something in Rollins' ear before delivering a Kinshasa. And that's become a meme. What did Shinsuke whisper in Seth's ear?
1: How come Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays? Bam! (laughs) That's my guess.
0: Why you read your wife's wardrobe?
1: That nip, that sounds more like Shinsuke. Why the <laughs> fuck are you wearing your wife's clothes?
0: Um, the baffling Becky and Trish saga continues as their supposed blow off match ended in a double countout. They will now face each other in a steel cage match.
1: No, why? No, why? For why?
0: This is another one that they're, they're dragging out.
1: But for what? The Roman one, I get. You know what I mean? At least I understand that one. What is the fucking point of this? This is to this. Oh,
0: could could have ended at SummerSlam.
1: Hey, as as the fucking WWE diehards say, well, there's not always stories, bro. Not sometimes you don't fucking need a story because <laughs> this is terrible.
0: This this story have been going on. When was the last Saudi show? April, May. It's been going on since then.
1: I want to say April. I don't think it was me. I want to it say was it was
0: April. In between Mania and the last Saudi show that Trish turned on Becky, so it's been going on since then.
1: Dumb. Fucking
0: dumb. <laughs> um, and in the main event, Cody Rhodes defeated Finn Balor. After the match, Judgment Day inevitably attacked. Sami Zayn tried to make the save, but JD McDonough joined in, and the heels stand tall at the end of the night.
1: Because, of course, they do. That's how the heels do, baby. Plus, it's the Judgment Day.
0: Yeah, that's how Judgment Day do. They run raw. Um, I like I like seeing Sammy trying to make all these saves because he's obviously a little bit lost without Ko, who's uh, injured at the moment. Poor bastard. Yeah.
1: Well, I can't um, wait for him to come back. I mean, but but Sammy's Sammy's staying relevant. I mean, it, as much as he says that, like that loss, you know, it it, it took the wind out of his sails, and it absolutely did. I, and I said that when we were doing the whole prediction to it and everything, you're gonna have a guy go from here to here, and then what are you gonna do? He's figuring out how to plateau. And yeah. It' good for him on that point. And I'm, God, I can't wait for Kevin to come back. Um, I don't want to say he needs him, but like for him to garner real attention again, he needs, he needs oh. his side man. He needs the yeah. you know the donkey to his Shrek. He needs that. Hey, do the thing. It makes me funny. Makes it laugh. Makes me laugh. Do it again.
0: Yeah, especially in promos, KO's the Mike Man.
1: He truly is. Truly but
0: is. You can understand there's probably the frustration between Sammy and KO with how the tag team titles have been positioned since Mania. Like they went from main events to mm-hmm. uh what what are we doing?
1: What are we doing? Are we defending them? No, you're just going to hang on to them? Okay. They're just there, but they're just there.
0: We got we got 5 Judgment Day segments, but what are we doing with the tag team titles? And
1: Put a Judgment Day segment up. I don't know. Watch somebody say, put him on the Judgment Day. So Dynamite. that's
0: all of Raw. Now let's get back to AEW with Last Night on Dynamite. Night,
1: Dynamite. Dynamite was, um, there was a lot of attacks, there was a lot of promos, and not a whole lot of matches. But let's jump into it. <laughs> Orange Cassidy defeated Wheeler Uta to retain the international championship despite Moxley and Claudio uh, arriving near the end. BCC jump Uta after, sorry, uh, Cassidy after the match. Quickly, uh, Backup quickly arrives from the best friends and Lucha Bros. Eddie Kingston comes back from Japan and he joins into the fray with BCC massively outnumbered and they retreat into the crowd. Kingston grabs a mic and just screams Stadium Stampede. You guys find whoever you want to tag in Stadium Stampede. So uh, it's gonna. Uh, by the way, Wembley is j fucking get it So this is gonna be interesting. a
0: yeah, stadium interesting. stampede in London.
1: And, wow. And, <laughs> I, I, we say London. I'm saying Wembley still because look. Remember, remember the size of this bitch. Okay.
0: You're not getting any horses in this one. Not with all the one way streets.
1: <laughs> Are you sure? They're trying. They'll try. <laughs> Damn it! I bet you they're gonna try. If they don't, I'll be a little disappointed. <laughs> in a sit-down interview at Daly's place with JR, Kenny Omega talks about his history with Don Callis and Takesta, going all the way back to DDT, believe it or not. Before Callis interrupts Kenny and then has him jump by Takeshita and, of course, the Bang Bang Gang. And somehow, some way, almost simultaneously, they end up backstage at some quote-unquote hospital where Hangman responds by challenging Takeshita and the Bang Bang Gang to a trio's match it all in. More, he's going to team with Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi And some fucking rando comes out and Says hey sir you can't drink at the hospital So he chugs his beer like a true cowboy Gives you a weird face Because he's probably stronger than it wants to be and, and to go check on Kenny he goes
0: Fucking technically him, he man. was outside the hospital
1: I mean right Like come on fucking, You can't
0: drink outside Are you serious
1: Don't tell me you guys don't have a fucking bottle of liquor In your fucking cabinet doc Don't give me that shit So Chris Jericho officially joins Don Callis. He says yes to him, but Jericho wants to know, hey, what's up with that painting? We want to go celebrate, but I want to know what's in that painting. And it's a goddamn crazy painting. By the way, I want to know who the fuck does these things. These are awesome looking. Hold is is a picture of Don Callis holding the severed head of Chris Jericho. It goes back and forth and Jericho tells him, I've known you for 34 years and I know when you're lying. So tell me the truth for once in your life. Tell me the truth. And Don comes clean and says, I never expected you to join me. I never expected you to join my family because of your massive, massive ego. And then that's when all of a sudden Takeshita comes down to attack him. Or after Jericho goes after Kalash, that's to say. Takesha comes down to save him. That's when we get the boy Billy Ospreay with the newly – well, I don't know he didn't bring the belt with him, but the newly crowned UK championship, if you will, comes down. And Sammy Guevara makes the save. He's a little bit late later on. Jericho challenges Will Ospreay for all in, and this has been a match that we've been waiting for for almost two, if not longer than two years. Mm, yeah. Glad it's finally happening. Darby Allen and Nick Wayne defeat the Gates Agony, but an appearance by the Tron on the Tron by Joker Sting stops Swerve and AR Fox from making the save. Sting is backstage with Prince Nana, and if anybody is seeing Joker Sting, and trust me, I have only seen bits and pieces, <laughs> and I absolutely love this. As much as it threw people off, this is fucking glorious, glorious shit. He is absolutely playing it up. He's telling Prince Nana, it's okay. It's showtime, and she starts yelling at him. Oh, come on, come back. We were having a good conversation. It's just like, I already love Joker Sting. I already love This is love only Joker
0: shades Sting. of Joker Sting, too.
1: It's the fucking, <laughs> it's the fucking best. Oh, God. Adam called MJF, make preservations to face or preparations to, to face Aussie Open, visiting the famous Outback Steakhouse, watching Crocodile Dung D and, sta- and studying kangaroos. Then they take to the ring and watch uh, and to discuss all in, and they get attacked by Aussie Open. This whole thing is fantastic. They're trying to get into the opponent's head, and Adam Cole's like, oh my God, I love Outback Steakhouse, and simultaneously, MJF is like, you do not fraternize with the enemy. They go in. The fucking biggest, brightest smile you've ever seen on Adam Cole's face like he's a fucking in a video game store or something. And he gets a Bloomin' Onion and, and MJF walks out. What were what, what, what we going to do? That was the best meal I've ever had. The fucking Bloomin' Onion. That's for, I'm, forever. If I ever go back to Outback Steakhouse, that's how I'm ordering a Bloomin' Onion. The fucking Bloomin' Onion. God damn it. Because MJF said it. And it sounds fantastic. Oh, God. And then to bring all the way down and make me want to fucking just throw my TV out the window in a Texas. Oh, God. Huh. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre Deathmatch. Jeff Hardy and Jeff Jarrett begin their fight backstage. Sottenham Singh uh, quickly gets involved. Ethan Page shows up. Brothers Zay, Matt Hardy, the numbers advantage goes bananas. Jeff Hardy chases, Je- uh, chases after Jarrett. Jay Lethal shows up out of nowhere wearing the tightest pants you've ever seen and the weirdest-looking cowboy boots ever. Just as Hardy lays out Jarrett, the skinniest version of Leatherface in the dumbest fucking suit I've ever fucking seen in my whole goddamn life. Chases Karen Jarrett around like a fucking dumb shit. I swear to God this was Kip Sabian. I swear to God it was. I swear to God. And that was I was yelling it the whole time. Uh, it, uh, God, it was just so bad. Uh, the, the whole thing is distracting. Hardy, Plants, Jarrett, uh, they all gang up on Hardy. Jarrett ends up getting the win. It It was fucking brutal. The internet roasted the shit out of AEW for it, and it is all Some deserving. It is all um, fucking deserving.
0: This
1: I, I one, could, what was the Mountain Dew zombie match or whatever? Why was that better yeah. than this?
0: I, I mean, I could handle all the hardcore stuff, you know, dumping blood over Jarrett and everything. Sure, I couldn't handle Karen. She, Oh,
1: God.
0: If Leverface hadn't come out, she would have ruined this match anyway with all her fucking screaming. And she like, didn't need what? to be there at all. No, she was only there to get chased away by Leatherface. That's but uh yeah, when when Skinny Leatherface came out, that was just the icing on the cake. I've never but, okay. We got a little bit too far now.
1: I've never ever in any iteration in any iteration of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies was there a fucking slim, let alone skinny version of fucking Leatherface.
0: These, these people are the cannibals. They, they're not. they why is, no. why is he skinny?
1: He would. No. What, what the, he's a big fat fucker. Like where it is. You should. You know what? You should have evil Uno come out his leather face. That yes. would have been way more believable. Way more believable. Oh, yeah. Kill me. Britt Baker earns her the final spot at the all in women's four way. She is obviously, you know, heading that way. She defeats the bunny. We already all knew that. Yeah. As they claim to prepare for action after cutting a nice, fun thing on Trump and his lovely 40-some-odd charges and hopefully going to jail at some point or whatever. They are brutally attacked by the House of Black, and I do mean brutal. Mm-hmm. They beat the bricks off these fellas, and this probably means that the the old man's coming back, and we may get new trio champions at some point. Maybe for All Out. Who knows? We'll see. Well, I'm hoping
0: to get a slightly new version of Billy Gunn if, you know, Hey, Malachi like whispers something and him.
1: Bring back the, I, I said, bring back one—the one Billy Gun.
0: Bring back Black Rain.
1: Ooh! Oh God no!
0: <laughs> yeah, don't do that.
1: No, I, the the picture's fucking like printed in my face because I had to download that thing for the fucking segment.
0: What's Dustin even doing right
1: now? Ah, uh, not being fucking 350 pounds. Yeah, that that was a dark time. <sighs> You're fucking telling me, bud. All right, and then in the main event. The Young Bucks jumped the gun club with super kicks during their entrance. The guns did manage to turn the tables, but not enough to get the win after the bell. The Bang Bang Gang attacked the Bucks with Hangman at the hospital and Ken, uh, with Kenny. It's FTR that comes down to make the save, teasing a shatter machine, sending a message to the Bucks that, you know, obviously they have their matching at Wembley, but they don't want him to get hurt because that's FTR, baby. They want to make sure that you're at your top when you face the top guys. This This was an indifferent episode for me Like I didn't mind all the talking I didn't mind all the whatever But everybody got fucking beat up from behind Or jumped at some point in this fucking show Like I'm surprised the announcers didn't get fucking jumped And I mean like that's how bad it was It's just fucking jumping person after jumping people After jumping like dude the
0: fuck I think Jericho and Dom was probably one of the best segments Um, Oh for sure For sure I mean, Jericho did a great job like yelling at Don. Don, you know, you can't trust Don Callis anyway. No. But you could, we should have seen how this was going to play out. We all thought Jericho was going to swerve on him. We should have known it was going to be Don Callis that didn't mm-hmm. fully trust Jericho. Um, and then it was nice to see Sammy kind of keep that loyalty with Jericho and come to the aid just a little bit late.
1: Still nice to see though, because he was, again, he, last week we gave him, I gave him shit, he said he wasn't going to walk out, he walked out, but guess what, he said he still has his back, and he proved it um, I do have to talk real fast, the fucking Tony Khan, Tony Khan yelling at yes. fucking MJF and fucking Adam Cole, you guys cannot <laughs> go double clotheslining people while they're working And he's just like, he's going to pay for that during contract time, what'd you say? I said, hi, Tony, hi, Tony All right, you guys are doing great. We'll see you later. I'm like, fucking. I need that Tony Khan more often. Give me that Tony Khan. I
0: I love how Tony took off his shades when he came out of the dressing room. Then put him back on to go back in. Like, what the fuck is he doing in there?
1: we are fucking getting stoned in the back. Jack, that's what's up. Don't you worry (laughs) about it. That was that killed me, too. I was like, what are you putting him back on for? (laughs)
0: Love you, Tony. Oh, you're the man. (laughs) But that is all a dynamite. Welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. Once again, drop us a like, a sub, a follow, do it all, and go to maxrussingnet.weebly.com to learn more. All
1: yeah, right, still to come. Geek and bestler of the week. MVP, even extra time, and an all new this week in wrestling history.
0: Yeah, but before we go back in time, let's read some stuff written by dumbasses. This is shit, Mark Say. God damn you.
1: You know your damn role, and shut your
0: Sit down, Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. All right. Who who we got from TikTok that's been nerdy this week?
1: TikTok is a uh, people have chilled on TikTok. So it's literally become one of those things where it's like, fuck, I gotta like dig to find something. But I'm telling you, there's this shitty, and I have to I'm just gonna give the group in case you all ever want to find these shitty ass people. Wrestling World, if it's not that dumb and obvious, um, on Facebook. And there is just Plethora of The fucking uh, uh, How can I put this They are the bottom feeders of the world
0: I'm finding these nerds right now
1: And um I'll just call them Double L And Let's just just go with this beautiful uh, Post right here um it said, it's so nice to watch Dynamite, uh, to watch a show like Dynamite with actual progression and not just a guy doing a 30-minute promo about being a tribal chief. And I had somebody rep- uh, uh, say to me, he said, don't forget a cold match after cold match. And I said, you spelt WWE wrong. And he's like, that's definitely w- That's definitely AEW. And oh, all the indie fed guys are all supposed to, that you're all supposed to magically know, but then expect us to know every uh, every bar scene wrestler in the world. So I replied. So words, but but yet, you can't follow the simple other product that WWE puts out to understand where the NXT guys come from. And then he went quiet and blocked me. So apparently, you know, uh, you you should be watching all the wrestling. But if I don't know where you're coming from from NXT, then you're an indie darling. I'm sick and tired. And then that's the other thing too is the narrative. The indie darlings, the the what's the, all the stupid cornet names. It's Twinkle like twiggletoes, twiggle toes, Exactly. It's all of the I, I kind of agree what he's got to say. So let me fucking just dick ride the shit out of it. Have you can't have your own opinion? You can't think for yourself. Everybody started nope. into the indies, but there's one guy. Let's pause. Let me stop myself. There's like two guys right now in the industry. And then one of them's out of the industry, by the way. But there's two guys in the industry that are huge that didn't do indies. One of them's John Cena. And the other one is Roman Reigns. That's it. Every other jerk off that's in your company was an indie wrestler at some point. And guess what? You didn't know their name either. And guess what? They got put in front of a camera and you learned it. That's how it works but
0: You know what I wouldn't really count Randy either Because he did OVW But but it was owned by WWE at the time
1: I mean Yeah you you could probably say Randy You could probably say Randy too But then again You know Well then Roman's got history as well Roman does have a legacy You know, He's got the family background So that's another one It is the family business You know what I'm saying Um
0: well, I only got one this week. Um, Two. I I usually find most of these tweets. I mean, I'm, because I'm lazy on mm-hmm. Russell Cringe, but that account got suspended. So the only one I got this week is one that I ran into myself. Uh, mm-hmm. So the first, the first and only of actually it's Facebook, not Twitter, X, whatever oh, yeah. the fuck you want to call it. This week is John Jane McMahon Ellington 3rd Esquire. Mm-hmm big ass name he must own a farm <laughs> uh again this is about aw all in because that's what they all comment on mm-hmm. um so they're at uh now i think i think that's right uh john says still not that impressive the need for a show at wembley flocked in the crowd if you build it they will come happens every time call me when they sell out Saudi or something a place that wrestling goes every year or so or <laughs> MSG or Amway Center in, in Orlando oh that's right WWE won't let them have shows there so never will happen um I'm gonna go back to a place that wrestling goes every year you know WWE comes to the UK like twice a year right every year mm-hmm. so it, it's not like we're an undersaturated market for wrestling
1: Exactly, that's what I don't understand Like, you're like, yeah, exactly It's not an undersaturated market There is wrestling all over the place Like you said, he comes twice a year But again, it's Wembley It's not a, oh, well, try to have him sell out Saudi First off, Saudi paid WWE to be there They didn't just sell tickets and say, let's make money No, they got paid <laughs> to be there uh, MSG, they have a long-standing contract Going as far back as Vince Senior So, of course, that one's not going to happen But then again, If you really want to be a technical asshole, didn't Ring of Honor and New Japan kind of, you know, jointly sell that bitch out without question to the point where they had to extend and extend and extend the seating? Yeah. Don't get mad, bud, because somebody else not named WWE or Vince McMahon is doing gigantic shows. Nobody's bitching about fucking Gato booking goddamn 64,000 people in Tokyo Dome every fucking year. God damn, you people are stupid.
0: Uh, and as for, you know, selling out the Amway Center, they keep selling out um, Chicago. Like, they oversaturate is, Chicago, and they still sell that bitch out.
1: I must say, isn't that, isn't that the Amway Center? Is it Chicago?
0: state. Oh. Amway's, Amway's Orlando, but why, why, why would they need to do that when they've already got, like, a base in Florida?
1: They do, exactly. They uh, Yeah, I understand for you, you don't like Daly's place, but if fucking Tony Khan wanted to, he could just say, hey, Dad, I want to run a show at fucking Jaguar Stadium or whatever the fuck it's called, and he'd be like, okay. He probably wouldn't give a shit. Well, maybe not right now. It's football season, but still.
0: Dumbass. Jesus. Uh, so it's a short and sweet shit, Mark, say this week, but they are, Marks, and that's the shit they say.
1: And y'all ain't sweet.
0: <laughs> now, uh, strap in as we take a look at the past week with this week, past week, in wrestling history.
1: And let's kick off another beautiful week in wrestling history, starting with August 11th, 2019. After Brock Lesnar cashed in his money in the bank at Extreme Rules, Seth Rollins got his revenge at SummerSlam, defeating Lesnar in the main event. This is the first time in Lesnar's career that he lost the world title clean. Also, Charlotte Flair defeated Trish Stratus, but we know you don't care about that. August the 12th, 2007, at TNA Hard Justice, in a winner-take-all match, TNA World and IWGP Heavyweight Champion Kurt Angle defeated X-Division and TNA Tag Team Champion Samoa Joe. Also at this event, Dustin Rhodes made his TNA debut as Black Rain. All I gotta say is that's a big rain. After making his return to confront John Cena and debuting a fancy new theme song being Kurt of Personality, CM Punk became the undisputed WWE Champion at SummerSlam, though it counts as a continuation of Punk's reign from Money in the Bank. After the match, however, Kevin Nash returned and dropped a jackknife powerbomb on Punk, allowing Alberto Del Rio to cash in the Money in the Bank and steal the WWE title. Fuck you, Kevin Nash. August 15th, 2004, at SummerSlam, Randy Orton became the youngest World Heavyweight Champion in history at the age of 24 when he defeated that guy that shall not be named. That following Raw, while celebrating his victory, Triple H gave Orton the thumbs up following the thumbs down while on the shoulders of Batista and his reign in evolution came to an end as Triple H then targeted the young champion also August 15th, but this one in 2013, at Hardcore Justice, not to be confused with Hardcore Country. Hardcore Country! Bully Ray ended the short yet awkward reign of Chris Sabian as TNA World Champion in a steel cage match. During this match, MMA superstars Tito Ortiz and Quentin Rampage Jackson fought off interference from the Aces of Eights, but Ortiz turned on Jackson, thus distracting Sabian, allowing Bully to get the win. And lastly, August 16, 2010, the classic style WWE Tag Team Championships originally introduced in 1971 were officially retired when they were unified with the WWE Tag Team titles. The final champions were Tyson's Kidd and David Hart Smith. The anonymous Raw GM announced that the World Tag Team titles would be deactivated in favor of the eventual raw tag team titles and the god awful greek coin that we are still burdened with
0: today we demand a change
1: and now get it back to the boys let's go i'm
0: gonna add one in at the end there uh 21 years oh. ago today 20 okay. now wait 22 years ago today because it was in a one during the invasion uh the fist set Debuted on SmackDown after Rhino got Jericho through the set the previous week. Fuck yeah! Which Bring that bitch back.
1: Big, it's apparently it's a it's a cutout of Big Show.
0: <laughs> I'm like
1: it's that's not the It's right it's life <laughs> size. Bam! He's punching through the shit.
0: Uh, yeah, it's in it's in a warehouse somewhere, and they, there's always rumors about them bringing it back for like a special or an anniversary, and they they've never brought it back. Everybody loves the fist.
1: Everybody wants to get fisted, bro. Come on.
0: I have fond memories of jumping off that fist on Here Comes the Ping.
1: Yeah, for real. Bring it back.
0: And ha- Mike almost jumped off the thing in real life. Hey. Because you didn't want to hear his poems. <laughs> that
1: crazy bastard. <laughs>
0: uh, that is all your history this week. And next week is All for One. In a brand new event created just for All In, we predicted the historic event at Wembley Stadium as AEW Invade London. And it's not just about MJF versus Adam Cole or even Stadium Stampede. The Shape and the Demon S both return and are on a collision course. Can the Shape bring the Phoenix home, or is the Demon S's dimension of darkness inescapable? Find out the fate of the Phoenix.
1: Whew. Chills already? And on top of that, the Television Championship is on the line! The captain defends against the very guy who beat him for the title several months ago, Daniel Crimmins. It's full circle, and it's TV rules. Let's do the damn thing.
0: Plus, as he prepares to go one-on-one with Moses at Promo Series for the World Championship, we'll take a special look at Cypher's journey to the main event in Corey's story. Love that. A
1: little curious madam. my damn self, get to get to know your opponent. We'll announce the group MVP and EVPs. Go to maxwrestling.weebly.com forward slash all for one. But now, we have another beautiful announcement for you
0: oh yeah in two weeks we will begin a blind tag team tournament where the winners will get to challenge dc and mo for the max tag team championships at promo series uh we won't know any of the teams until next week at all for one where we will draw the teams at random Ooh, like it Got, all, you gotta hey. love a blind tag team tournament
1: hey it works for aw it's gonna work for us now for some things we may have missed, this is extra
0: time. So I guess the main thing is Lacey Evans leaving WWE rather abruptly, but quietly. Well, apparently she already left and quietly, and now it's now it's abrupt. Um she no longer goes by the name Lacey Evans on social media. In fact, the only the only reason people noticed that she was no longer working for WWE is because she put FKA Lacey Evans in WWE. Um, Only
1: known as.
0: So where did it all go wrong? I mean, the countless times they tried to repackage her didn't help. Um, yeah. I know she couldn't really help it that much, but, I mean, getting knocked up during her feud with Charlotte really didn't help. No. That's just derailed. Um, and also her personal opinions didn't really help either, which she was very vocal about.
1: Yeah, that was I'm going to say this that kind of did another guy wrong when he got a little vocal about political and this and that and and well, she's in the same boat. And unfortunately, you know, that as much as Vince is uh, on that side, doesn't mean you can talk about it at work. That doesn't mean you can talk about it when you're a public face of this company.
0: Yeah. Um but she she had the potential like when she first joined the main roster and she had the whole gimmick of walking down to the ring, and then walking back without doing anything, somehow that got over.
1: hmm Somehow.
0: Um, and honestly, if that feud hadn't have stopped, she probably should have beaten Charlotte.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that one. She should have. But but then again, I mean, now we don't know. And, you know, it's I don't think she's coming back. Most people that throw the FKA on there don't come back. So... <laughs> I could tell she didn't leave on good terms, that's for sure.
0: Well, no, I mean, when they bring her back like a year ago and she's done nothing since then, oh, she's yes. had like two or three, maybe four repackages on SmackDown, like a re-debut with the same damn gimmick. Just never mm-hmm. went anywhere.
1: Nope. No. Fucking standstill, still, bud.
0: Uh, and also, in an extra time, Naito just won the G1. Beat tried. Okada.
1: That's beat Kazuchika Okada. He will go on to Wrestle Kingdom and likely face Sonata for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Um, I'm calling it a reset. I'm mm. calling it a reset. Last year um, they were very stale. IW uh, New Japan was super super stale, and they said, "You want to know what'll bring us back to the promised land? Okada." And so they gave Okada the fucking belt, and they kind of got back some, you know, some momentum, some gusto, if you will. And Sonata as champ has done its job. It has not set the world on fire. But mm. a match with Naito just might.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they could have done at Forbidden Door, but they just gave him Jungle Boy for whatever reason.
1: Uh, fuck it. Don't, I don't know.
0: I think Sonata maybe felt a little disrespected at that because he should have had a... I a don't little. mean to disrespect Jack Perry, but Sonata should have had a bigger match. Absolutely, or bigger he should opponent. have had a bigger match.
1: Absolutely. He could have he I'm sure it would have been better off if he would have faced a fucking like if Kenny was available. He could have should he could have went against Kenny. I'm trying to think of who all was av- Why didn't you go against Miro? You know, why didn't you go against um I'm really trying to think of somebody more badass around here like uh like fucking Sammy, why don't you go against Sam? If you're gonna go a little guy, why not go somebody that was more of your style? They just kind of threw Jack Perry in there and just hope for the fucking best and it was <laughs> not. <laughs>
0: It was just like, he's the only four-pillar not doing anything at Forbidden Door. Let's give him a match against Sonata. What? what?
1: Ex- Even I mean, Sonata
0: didn't know who he was.
1: It literally sounds like something Tony would say and then go, that's a great idea. <laughs> it's <a> fucking fantastic <laughs> idea. This will get him a push.
0: But but Sonata doesn't know who Jack is, Tony. What'd you say?
1: What'd you say? I, I don't know Look, No Jack, Jack in the that. Box. No, we don't do Jack in the Box. We do Burger King. Whoppers. Whoppers.
0: Uh, and Naito, if you do win the title, do us a favor and break the fucking thing again so we can get the old one back. Please, dude. Please. Just fling that fucker in the air and let it smash fucking into yes, smithereens. Dude, just shit. let it drop.
1: Just let it drop from the fucking rafters of the fucking Tokyo Dome, bud.
0: It, it hasn't grown on us. It's still an ugly ass belt.
1: It's terrible. I just stopped giving a shit, but if, if Naito can be awesomely disrespectful to it, then I'm all about it. All about it.
0: Yeah, he was dis- he was nicely disrespectful to a beautiful title and broke it. Mm-hmm. What an asshole! <laughs> All
1: God. right, let's
0: find out this week's Geek of the Week.
1: Pencil neck geek, pretty freak, scum sucking, beard with a lousy proceed. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak.
0: Nothing but a pencil neck geek.
1: Holy shit fucker, I kind of have more than one this week, because like, what kind of fucking world was this this week, so um, numero uno, we start with back with the fucking IWC, the internet wrestling fans, and exactly how I was saying, and how they were bitching about uh, cold matches, and oh, there's no storylines, and all this other bullshit, and how, uh, just stupidity just a constant regurgitated stupidity and how everything sucks AEW and this is just... so I, I yell at the wrestling community this week get your shit in order you fucking bastards um i kind of also i feel obligated to give it to tony Khan because apparently he is not being loved right now for the sh- uh i don't want to say the shitty booking but the Kind of dark throw-ish kind of booking he's doing for all in. And yes, as much as I can defend him, because it is a last-minute kind of the thing, and he's got to kind of plan to back-to-back shows, and I understand all that. If you're garnering some heat from your talent, there's going to be an issue. And then on top of that, you fucking did a Texas Chainsaw, massacre, fucking death match with the ugliest-looking fucking Leatherface has ever been in history. So you got to get some fucking heat for that. Oh, God. And then the last one, the last one is, God, who did I have? I had in my head right now. Um, I was going to give it to Lacey Evans, but in all reality, she kind of did it to her own damn self when she pulled out. But then again, she's been gone for a while. Yeah, I just talked myself out of it. Okay, it's just them two. It's just the IWC and Tony Khan. Tony Khan, I better not see any, any more of these fucking sponsored matches again.
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah, we you don't need sponsor money, Tony.
1: Then unless it's <laughs> gonna be like surfboard money and, and I get to see Surfer Sting. That's the only fucking reasonable excuse. It's the only one. Get a sponsor from Quicksilver and fucking and let me see Surfer Sting. That's it. That's it. Uh,
0: I'm actually glad you picked TK's Geek of the Week because we forgot to uh to mention CM Punk apparently banning people from collision, oh, even though he's it. not Thank you. Surely
1: Thank you, he doesn't have now the power to remind...
0: do that. TK does.
1: And now yeah. you're reminding me of who my third guy of this geek of the week okay, is. It's and it's unfortunately somebody <laughs> who I pay money to fucking listen to. And that's Brian Alvarez. And Brian, dude, I fucking love you to death, bro. And I'm, apparently I've been, uh, I don't know, damn near told that I sound or act just like you in some type of way. I don't know. Whatever. That's neither here nor there right now. But Brian <laughs> Alvarez. that make me Uncle Dave? <laughs> I, I guess so there's, there's not all kinds of shit behind you, but I guess whatever, we'll figure that part out later. Uh, but Brian Alvarez went on, went on wrestling observer radio and pretty much, or I should say wrestling observer live and pretty much responded to a fan saying like, we need to get over the fact that the elite and CM Punk are going to have beef. And that's where I have to pause myself and I have to think, wait a minute. But why do we have to get over it? There's a toxic being inside of this company that is literally blocking guys from being on a show that could use a ratings boost. You're blocking top noticeable stars because you have beef with them. Not work beef, personal beef. Personal beef that got pointed to the fucking lawyers and now there's certain written documentation in your shit. It's just, it's fucking asinine. It's ass And the fact that Tony Khan let this happen, the Tony Khan, the fact that Tony Khan allowed this as approved, this makes it that much more worse.
0: I mean, let, so let's Brian be, fair be the third. Let's be a little fair. Uh, obviously the Bucks don't want punk on dynamite. That's fine. And if, but
1: I don't think they're blocking people that like punk. Oh no. I mean, we I mean, you saw
0: FCR last exactly. night. Exactly. Um, so again, I don't really understand why Daniels wouldn't be there or fucking Jeff they, Perry wouldn't be there. Thank you. Thank you. What do you do? You, like, I don't know. Christopher that, Daniels is also the head of talent relations.
1: I was just gonna say it's like, so why isn't it a fucking a, an, an, an administrator? Let's just use that as a terminology for a real quest. You're gonna you you have the power to kick an administrator out of the building? He's He's not even in. The, he's not even gonna have a fucking camera in his face, a microphone, anything. Why in the fuck? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. That one made zero sense to me. And then Jack Perry. Wow, that one. I, I'm just more like. So I take it you don't like him.
0: And uh, Dolph Ziggler's brother.
1: I'll kick him out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Ryan um, is, is is stale as fuck.
0: It has also been reported multiple times that punks tried to reach out to the elite, tried to have a sit down. They don't want none of it. Um, He obviously has some derogatory things to say about Hangman after collision. And then apparently he's texted him to apologize. Shouldn't have said shit in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, But TK, surely you're the guy that should be making making these guys sit down and hash it out.
1: Did we I swear to God we said this. I swear to God, we've said that exact phrase. He needs to sit there. Where's that Tony Khan we just seen for the fucking MJF Adam Cole segment? Start (laughs) fucking yelling at motherfuckers, dude. Seriously, take fucking control of your fucking company. You think your fucking talent is heated at you now? What's going to happen when this gets worse? What's going to happen when all of a sudden Kota Ibushi's being blocked? When Kenny Omega's being blocked? When fucking somebody as minuscule... As, say what if fucking CM Punk all of a sudden gets a fucking wild hair up his ass and decides I'm gonna ban Chris Jericho. You're gonna ban fucking Chris Jericho? Oh, and by the way, for those who I know there's a handful already already Mo's talk about the, the uh, new the TSK has redubbed CM Punk. Uh and this is all thanks to uh to one of the, the TSK OGs, Paulette, who is actually um Brianna's mom, Harold's wife. She's glorious. She says CM Punk is annoying as shit. She heard about him blocking talent. Heard his promo and was like, "I'm." His name is Cocksucker Punk, CS Punk. Is for is for and and I absolutely fucking love it. So it's it's branded into the TSK Cocksucker Punk. Leave it forever, CS Punk. I will never ever ever go back to CM. It's always CS.
0: I mean, no matter which way, which side of the fence you're on, I know obviously. I'm still a bit of a punk fan. Mo's obviously an elite fan. Um, Punk's no saints, but at least he's trying. But then he does stupid shit, like throw people out the building allegedly or whatever. talk what, shit about what, hangman randomly
1: but but what money is he garnering? What attention is he really garnering? Is he really is he really though? because <laughs> the the numbers are gonna skyrocket when punk comes back they they aren't and no, they
0: they did, they did for the first rampage, and then
1: that's it. Yeah, yeah, the very first collision. Let's
0: check out the new show. That was it. Bullshit. Bullshit. I will say though, he is having a better run this time than he did the first time. He's in, he's in better shape. That's true. He, that. he was still pretty fragile when he first came back, but I mean, seven years of ring rust will probably do that.
1: Absolutely, it'll do that, especially when you're deciding, Well, I'm just going to get back in there. They didn't even get up to training. You're like, I'm just going to get back in there.
0: Yeah. But with all this drama going on, honestly, though, that just increases how much people want to see them actually clash in the ring. Like, make money.
1: Please, man. That's how you're going to make
0: money if Punk put him against the elite, which he probably wants, but the elite don't want nothing to do with him. So, Somebody needs to get him in a room and say, "Cut the shit." Jade, Jade Cargo, cut the shit, Tony. Where is Jade anyway?
1: I don't know. She's hanging out somewhere on the sideline, and something tells me she's done.
0: Oh man, we were just liking you.
1: Not just. What do you mean? We, we fucking cult following was about to happen. Like, come on, girl, come back. Wrestling likes you. Trust yeah, me, you made it, it. living here.
0: Um. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, still I show sure who I'm going with here but let's go to the MVP of the week it, it was easy last week to go with MGF i don't really want to pull two weeks of MGF even though he is like just gold right now Absolute um gold.
1: solid gold
0: Jericho had a great week. Um, Adam Cole and MJF had another great week. Uh, Jeez, Britt Baker was obviously going to win. Soraya was obviously going to win. So I'm looking at WWE, and even though he didn't wrestle this week, I love Nakamura answering Michael Cole's questions in Japanese. Mm Mm-hmm and he managed to punk out Rollins with whatever the hell he whispered in his ear, and he dropped him with a Kinshasa, so I think I'm going to have to give it to Nakamura.
1: All right. I'll take it. Let's ride.
0: Again, heel Nakamura, done right this time.
1: Good job. Whoever's booking it, good job.
0: So thank you for joining us. I hope— I didn't write a funny line there, but I'm going to say it again because it's still funny. I hope we rocked you harder than a steel chair on a riverboat in Alabama. Before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, pencil neck geeks, this week on the A to B of retro rewind.
1: That's right. Okay, so we know the retro game is going to be changed up and dropping. We don't know when, but in its place for the time being, KTN Sports will be kicking off in its awesome new fun format. It's going to be weird, it's going to be interesting. Do not get uh, deterred it's just it's going to be something we're going to do some breaking news we're going to talk uh, we're going to talk english football soccer for us americans out there we're going to talk some american football uh, uh, you know not as rough rugby for the everybody for else on the you know on the other side of the world and there's going to be a lot of different stuff right now. Uh, I kind of want to do like little segments. And so there's going to be a cut in the, the two biggest segments as of right now that are going to be mine is going to be the ATT segment. And of course, Rant will be making its uh, comeback ATT standing for an American talking Tottenham. So that's going to be a fun one. I'm going to have to break down some fun stuff. There is one I'm already working on right now. It is. um the Spurs do not need Harry Kane, but they do need a striker. I list five strikers from around the world, even one from the fucking MLS, believe it or not, that I feel could do good for Tottenham, which, uh, especially in this new system by Ange Postecoglou, uh, of course, you know, you know, Bolt Rant's going to be following the LA Chargers at the time right now. I'm trying to get a couple other people to bust out some segments. Maybe we get one about Man United. Maybe we get one about Man City. And I do know that I might have one coming from the West Ham Hammers. So. Oh. whole lot of stuff coming from that KTN sports is going to kick off huge and it's going to help us grow even further. Maybe that'll kick us to the thousand so we can start going live and doing even more fun, crazy shit. But of course you guys already know how to do that. You got to follow, you got to follow us on the evil X machine, formerly known as Twitter, max wrestling UK at captain 512 and at SMR pod Check out the website, max wrestling And of course do not hit, forget to hit that subscribe button, follow button, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, especially YouTube, please, on the YouTube. I'm telling y'all, the sooner we can get to that thousand, the sooner we can get to live, the sooner we can bring even better stuff. There's talks of doing AEW Fight Forever gameplay. There's talks of doing FIFA 24 gameplay, Madden gameplay. Um, Call of Duty for you crazy fuckers out there. You name it, we're trying to get on it, but we got to get to the steps first. So help us get there. You already know the game.
0: Yeah, and if you want an easy way to differentiate, just call it Footy. There you go, Footy. <laughs> um, with that said, join us next week for All for One, All in Predictions, a TV title, Clash, and the Demoness versus The Shape.
1: Ooh-wee.
0: You've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye, Mwah. and good night. Bang! Come on, you Spaz. Where the fuck is being?
1: Seriously, though.